honest information about living a healthy lifestyle on RadioMD.com. It's time for Naturally Savvy with natural visionary Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. I'm Lisa Davis. Andrea is off today. If you're a regular listener, you know that I grew up with a mother in chronic pain, and it wasn't until shortly before she passed away, and this is a very sad story, that we discovered she had fibromyalgia. Now, she had suffered for years and years, and you know, it's, it, it can be a very difficult thing, and it can be hard to exercise, whether it's fibromyalgia, other issues causing your chronic pain. And so thank goodness we have got the king of all of this who knows how to help, Jacob <laughs> Teitelbaum, MD. I like to call him Dr. T. Hello, Dr. T. Welcome back to Naturally Savvy. Hey, Lisa. Always a blast to be with you. So let's go ahead. It's so nice one, to have you on. And, and the, Well, thank you. <laughs> so let's help those folks out there, because one out of three people in this country suffer needlessly with chronic pain. And you're looking at about 6 to 12 million with fibromyalgia-related stuff, and they get into a bind when it comes to exercise. Because, first of all, fibromyalgia, if they do too much, they get wiped out for two, three days. It's called post-exertional fatigue. So they're afraid to do any, and then they decondition, which is even worse. So the key is, for any of these things, you've got to exercise, but do not push it into pain. No pain, no gain is stupid. Pain is your body's way of saying, Oh, my goodness. I completely agree. I've never liked that slogan. And that's how people get hurt. Absolutely. So we're going to teach people today just some simple tips. And even for those of you, you'll have a lot of people, for example, who can't exercise, they gain a lot of weight, and then they hurt, and the weight, just they can't even bear their own weight, and then they decondition further, and they don't even feel like they have a way to begin. So for people who have that kind of severity, find a warm water pool. You'll find a lot of the wives will have this other places where you can just go for walks, because the buoyancy of the water will actually make it much easier, and if it's warm, It'll help with the pain. And what happens then is you can condition in the warm water pool until now you're able to start walking on dry land and you're off and running again. And then it's, it becomes this upward spiral because you can prevent getting stuck in the chair. Um, if I'm you glad you pain, mentioned that about the pool. I'm, I'm interjecting because I actually was trained through the Arthritis Foundation. Gosh, 25 years ago, I taught an arthritis aquatics class. And, oh, it made such a difference in these people's lives. I have to tell you, just being in the water, the weightlessness, and they were able to move better afterwards, and it, it was it's such a wonderful thing. So definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. It'll break that cycle you're stuck in. Exactly so. And then for those of you who have the pain, it's important to do the stretches if you find that the pain limits your activity. Um, but here's an important tip. Put heat over the areas that give you the most pain, and before you do the stretch, and after about five minutes, you can gently and even do passive stretches of that area um, so that it'll be limber and you'll be able to walk. And not just that, the range of motion you claim after the stretch, which is easier with the heat, you get to keep all the way through the day and even beyond. Um, now, when you say overall, passive stretch, what does that mean in terms? I know I know that like there's active stretching, there's passive, but for people who aren't familiar, what does that term mean? Well, say you're trying to lift your hand over your head when you have a shoulder problem. Say you have a you know, rotator cuff. Uh, if you try to lift your hand by itself, it's going to hurt. But if you take your other hand and lift that hand up, you can do it. Because you can let okay. the muscles relax while you stretch the joint using the other arm or the other leg. So you're, just, you're not using the muscles in the area that you're stretching. You're letting another part of your body stretch it. 
All right. Go so, ahead. There's more. So that can make a nice difference for people. Um, and also, you want to go after the root causes of the pain, especially if you have that wipe, wipe out fatigue the next day. So remember, pain is like the oil light on your dashboard saying something needs attention. Uh, if you put oil in the car, the pain goes away. Our research shows that if you give your body what we call shine, sleep, hormonal support, infections, uh, nutrition, exercise, the stretching, you're going to find that the pain goes away. So there's a simple uh, program. You can go online and write this down if you have chronic pain or fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue. It's called the Energy Analysis Program at www.energyanalysisprogram.com. It's a free quiz. It'll even analyze labs, tell you what you need to do, mostly naturally, to help that pain go away and to help the energy increase so that you can condition with your exercise and that you're able to do it. Um, so go after those root causes. Don't be afraid to turbocharge your energy production so you can condition better because you really need to do that if you have chronic pain or chronic fatigue. Um, and then a simple tool. You know, the, what I find least of the best exercise tool out there isn't a $25,000 machine. It's a $15 pedometer. Uh, mm, no, no clunky wires anymore. Just click it on your belt and just put it in your purse and walk with it. Um, and it'll count the number of steps you take each day at the distance. Um, so you don't want to go from sedentary to 10 miles a day. I mean, you know, or even, you know, very much at all because you're going to get sore and hurt the next day. Um, and then you're going to say, oh, I can't do this. So a couple of things. One, if you tend to get sore after exercise, take a five-gram scoop of ribose. That's uh, the, the basic building block for energy production of the body, and you'll have less soreness after you exercise. Um, but basically, aim to increase your walking by just 50 steps a day. Keep it simple, keep it slow, um, and you'll get to the finish line. So start with however much you comfortably can, see how many steps that was, and as long as you can comfortably do so, add 50 steps each day. Um, you're aiming for 10,000 steps a day, which is five miles, and at that point, we give you the just perfect award. Um, <laughs> <coughs> so... You know, the simple things. And let me give an important tip for those with chronic pain. Um, and it's, it's little known because it's cheap, um, at least relative to drugs and, and pharmaceuticals. If you find that you tend to get pain when you walk outside in the wintertime, if it's cold outside, get woolen long johns. Uh, the wool wicks away moisture that keeps your muscles moist. And the pain at the end of the day has to do with an energy crisis in the muscles. Anything that drains energy beyond a certain point, that muscle like a spring will tighten up and cause pain. But if you keep the muscles warm, those muscles will stay loose and relaxed so you won't have the pain. If you use synthetics, you're going to sweat, and then being out in a cold sweat is not good for your muscles. If you can't find cotton, if you can't find uh, wool, than use cotton. But there was a nice study in fibromyalgia showing that that was far more effective simply using woolen long underwear and sheets during the wintertime um, than any medication that's been approved for fibromyalgia to date. But your doctor oh, won't hear about it. Incredible. Get drug companies will tell them. Isn't it though? It's amazing. That is nice. I swear I, I couldn't live without my long johns because I'm active 
in the winter, I like to cross country ski and I like to snowshoe and I like to just get out. Even if I'm just walking my dogs, you know, half a mile if it's uh, or maybe around the block if it's, you know, only 20 degrees. But it's still important to layer up. And I think that can make a difference. And I like what you said earlier about, you know, warming up your muscles before the passive stretch or even an active stretch. Do you recommend a heating pad or a warm, wet towel? What do you what do you like? Whatever it does you. And I'll give you a nice way to get the warmth um, for those with whole body pain. Take a tub of water, put two cups of Epsom salts in the tub, uh, add a little lavender oil if you'd like, a few drops, and soak. That will really, Mm. if you find, like, how am I going to stretch my whole body and heat up my whole body? That's a nice, simple way to do it for those with widespread pain. But otherwise, I like these. They have these little herbal uh, beanbag things that you can put in the microwave and, and nuke, and then you use those. But let me tell you my favorite exercise for people uh, before we wrap up, Lisa. You know, do something sure. fun. Do it with a friend, then you'll do it. But m- one of the most healthy exercises that there is is sex. So go out and All enjoy right. yourself and be healthy. <laughs> All right. Well, Dr. T, always love having you on. Check out Dr. Teitelbaum at nfatigue.com. And you can also follow him at, on Twitter at Dr. J. Teitelbaum. I'm Lisa Davis, along with Andrea Donsky, who is usually here. She'll be back next week. If you want to learn more, go to RadioMD.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us at Twitter at YourRadioMD and at Naturally Savvy. Lots of great shows that you can listen to anytime at your convenience. We're also on iHeartTalk. You can download a free app and listen anytime. So keep listening to RadioMD and Naturally Savvy and stay well. Stay well.